Welcome back for another video. So the free hit is not active. I'm sticking to the plan, which is to free hit in Gamic 34 instead. So in this video, we'll talk about the Gamic 32 team, the transfer plans moving forward, and a quick look back at last week. So make sure you subscribe to the channel as I share the highs and lows of the season. So starting with a quick look back at how Gamic 31 went. It was a very memorable game week. You might recall a decision was made to go no Haaland for the last couple of weeks. A decision would look like a terrible one after Kane's blank and Haaland's brace. To my surprise, it's actually played out as a good decision and have gained points on that decision. The reason being, due to the transfer combinations, a few weeks back it would have been Bruno, Haaland, Saka and Chilwell, or Martinelli, Tony, Salah and Trem. The 6-1 Liverpool win against Leeds was the deciding factor, with Salah putting up a 14-pointer and Trent a 9-pointer. Whether the stress of going no Haaland was worth it is another question, but pleasantly surprised such a risky call paid off. 64 points in total, which was a green arrow. Top 100k probably looks out of sight though, so I'm going to continue to have fun with what's left of the season. And if there are other opportunities to go against the herd for some potential gains, then I'm open to taking those. Gamic 33 is another potential week to go about Haaland one more time. It would mean holding on to Kane and selling Martinelli for Bruno instead. Nonetheless, well done to all the Haaland captainers, which was pretty much all of you. And well done to Watkins owners as well, who put up his biggest score of the season with a 16-pointer. Let's have a look at how the non-free hit team Gamic 32 is lining up this week. Expecting some losses against the field this week, but hoping to gain those back in Gamic 34. So it's an odd 5-2-3 formation and starting in goal which is Raya. We've talked all about Aston Villa's form under Emery and Watkins in particular. It's going to be a tough game for Brentford but they're very capable of giving Villa a tough game and even a potential clean sheet for Raya. Not ideal having a goalkeeper facing a striker but it is what it is, unavoidable without the free hit. The only situation a goalkeeper transfer is worth it this week is if you've not got a playing keeper at all, but prioritise outfield players first if you're way short of 11 starters. The back five is Trent, Trippier, Zinchenko, Gabriel and Botman. If you're not on a free hit this week, you ideally need to find a way to get Trent in. If you're a Chihuahua owner, then it's a pretty strong transfer path to go down. Hard to imagine anything but a comfortable Liverpool win against Forest, and Trent was very involved against Leeds. He's got a tweaked role tactically recently, playing as an inverted fullback now. The same role that Zinchenko plays, but on the opposite side, tucking in as a centre mid at times. Seems to be working well, and he's suited to it, given his creativity and ability to pick a pass. Liverpool face West Ham in Gamic 33, and then they've got the double Gamic 34, so both Trent and Salah are priorities this week. Trippier seems to be absent from a lot of free hit drafts, which is understandable given the lack of clean sheets recently, but we've talked lots about the simple facts that he leads all defenders for expected goal involvement. He's the top scoring defender in the game, only one clean sheet in his last 10 games, but over that run they're fifth best in the league for expected goals conceded, so not a massive drop off. Only 60 shots in the box conceded over that run, which ranks second best in the league, only City have allowed fewer. After missing the West Ham game in Gimmick 31, Zinchenko has been seen back in training, which is a massive relief. Just need to see him on that team sheet starting next. There's no margin to make a defender transfer this week, and no margin for Arsenal to concede really either, due to the double up of Gabriel in defence. Arsenal topped the clean sheet odds for Gimmick 32, and I expect a response after dropping a 2-0 lead in their last two games for two draws. The pressure is on to get results now, in particular the City game in Gimmick 33. But anything but a win this game week and the title race looks well out of their hands, barring a City slip-up. Over the last six games, Southampton have registered just 5.62 xG, which ranks second worst in the league after Forest, and their four goals scored is joint fewest to Forest. The midfield duo, Salah and Martinelli. Salah gets the captaincy, not much to discuss as far as captaincy, kind of picks itself this week in my team. 
He's top in the league for expected goal involvement over the last six games with 5.78 XGI. Underlying numbers are looking back to his best. Interesting stat I stumbled across. Salah's taken 20 shots over that run, which ranks fourth highest. Best in the league is actually Andreas with 24. So if you're not on a free hit and you need an enabler, perhaps to afford the likes of Salah and Trent, then he's the answer. And he should be on penalty duties while Mitrovic is suspended still. What a season Martinelli's having, by the way. We'll surely look back on this season as an incredible one for value in the Arsenal mids. 5.8 points per match this season at starting price of 6 mil. Projected to finish around 220 points. De Bruyne's only finished on over 210 points once ever for comparison. My biggest fear this week is the lack of Arsenal attackers versus the field as far as the free hitters. Saka, Erdegaard and Jesus are rank threats, but an Arsenal clean sheet should be enough to level the playing field. For what it's worth, Southampton have conceded 58 chances down Martinelli's side versus 35 on Saka's side. There is every chance that Saka gets something still, but it looks like there is a slight weakness down that flank. Up top it's a front three of Kane, Tony and Watkins. So a full 11 in the blank game week despite no free hit and no transfer made yet. Kane's another dilemma we've talked about as far as the free hitters. Many choosing to swerve him this week. In my eyes it is a bit reactionary after one blank against Bournemouth. Before that he scored in four consecutive games. No doubt this will be a tough away game to Newcastle who have been outstanding at home. But Kane keeps finding ways to score in games that Spurs look second best in or at least far from their best. Tony's another one I'm a bit surprised to see missing from so many free hit drafts. 18 goals and 4 assists this season. Really impressive numbers for Brentford. Still no news as far as his potential ban by the FA. Assuming that there's no news pre-deadline, this should be Tony's last game in the team this season. So a parting gift would be great. After which point he'll probably leave the team in 33. More on transfer plans in a sec. By the way, absolute robbery for Havertz and Darwin to be in the team of the season contenders, but not Tony. Perhaps behind closed doors, a ban is coming before the season's over, which is why he wasn't a contender. Watkins completes the team up against Brentford. If he's going to wipe Rice clean sheet, then it's break-even, as it's minus four from no clean sheet, but four gained from Watkins' goal, plus hopefully bonus and another attack in return would be good. I don't think anyone expected him to be as good as he's been. In the form of his life, Emery's getting the absolute best out of him. Looks so involved and dangerous last week, and even had a gold ruled out for offside by about an inch. I had him a couple of seasons back when he finished on 168 points, served me really well that season, then he had a disappointing one in 21-22. Good to see him back at his best, and he's already matched his goal-scoring tally from 2021. No one on the bench who has a fixture this week. Rashford is back with the squad, already in training, which is good news, and he did make the Europa League squad to face Sevilla. I wasn't too concerned if he was a doubt for Gemmick 33, as the two Brighton mids will start in Gemmick 33 alongside Salah, which does make the midfield a headache next week. So let's move straight on to the transfer plans. There's really only one potential move I considered this week, which is Tony to Solanke. This frees up enough money to go from either Martinelli to Fernandes in Gemmick 33 or Kane to Haaland. However, it doesn't feel like a necessary move this week, so the plan is to roll the transfer. On paper, it might look like it doesn't make sense to free hit 34 if I'm really bringing in one of Bruno or Haaland. However, they are seasoned keepers with another double to come in Gemmick 37 as well. If we pull up the expected fixtures for the remainder of the season from Mikel Tokvam, it lays it out more clearly. We had a bit of early news last night that Man City's postponement against Brighton will move to Gemmick 37 as expected, so on screen is how their running will look. The beauty of free hit 34 is that it does allow me to grab a third premium like De Bruyne along with Salah and Haaland, which will be very hard for non-free hitters to get to. Once free hit 34 is out of the way, we'll definitely have to take a moment to look back at which was the best route. Part 1 of that route will be Gemic 32 up next and how the team does with no chip active. 
Let me know in the comments what your plans are this week. In tomorrow's video, we'll catch up with the experts ahead of Gemic 32. Make sure you subscribe for that. See you soon for the next one. Sports Social Podcast Network.